Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 210, What is the One Thing in Your Life? by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello. Old friends, welcome back to another Friday edition of Optimal Living Daily, where I read to you from amazing blogs covering personal development, minimalism, productivity, health and wellness, anything I can find to optimize your life. And today's a post from the Zen master, Mary Yuksh. But before we get into it, if you're not part of the OLD family, which is free by the way, you should come join. You'll get three spreadsheets from me to help you optimize your life, a video tutorial, you'll be entered to win books every month, and more. Just come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address to get your digital downloads sent to you automatically. Or for a super quick way to join, you can text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. It's a nice way to show that you like what you hear on this podcast. And with that, let's hear from the Zen master and start optimizing your life. What is the one thing in your life? By Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. What is the one most important thing in your life? Can you answer without hesitation? I recently asked Cassandra, a friend of mine, and she immediately shot back the answer, horses. She is 12 years old and already an experienced rider with amazing talent. Maybe you also have something in your life that is obviously the one most important thing. Or maybe it's difficult for you to pinpoint that one thing. That's how it is for me. A while ago, I read an article about focusing on one thing in life. The post was based on a film clip. It's a scene where Curly, a tough cowboy played by Jack Palance, offers his dim sidekick Mitch some advice on life. Curly, do you know what the secret of life is? This, holds up one finger. Mitch, your finger? Curly, one thing, just one thing. You stick to that and the rest don't mean sh**. Mitch, what is the one thing? Curly smiles. That's what you have to find out. Since seeing this clip, I couldn't get the question out of my mind. What is the one thing in my life? The difficulty is that I have more than one passion. I love Zen teaching. I love writing. I love the company of family and friends. I love being in the outdoors. What about your life? What are your passions? I've always had a spread of passions in my life. I don't know if you've ever taken part in a goal-setting seminar. I have, and it was a puzzling experience. The facilitator asked us to list everything that is important in our life, and then to highlight the one thing that is most important to us. And he stated that if you don't have just one thing in life, you won't get anywhere. I could find three things, but I couldn't pinpoint the one thing. 
After seeing the movie clip with Curly's injunction, I kept on thinking, there must be one thing in my life that's the fundamental driver. What is it? In the end, I found it, tucked away, deep underneath everything. I've been looking in the wrong places. I've been looking for it amongst my passions. I'll tell you what I found in a moment, but first, I wanna describe how I got there. The question I asked in order to find the one thing was, what were my moments of greatest joy? What I got in response was a series of memory clips, camping out under the desert moon with my son, a tender embrace with my partner, falling about on the beach with my young friends, a moment of hilarity in the midst of a silent Zen retreat, sharing with close friends, deep encounters with my students, and moments of creative excitement while writing. What memories do you get in response? Now search for a theme that connects those memories. What is the central theme? When I looked for a central theme of these memories, what I found was intimacy. In my life, intimacy is the one thing that matters most. I'm not talking of sexual intimacy. What I mean by intimacy are the moments of deep connection. What about your life? What is the central theme in your life? The one thing is not a goal in life, it's our central aspiration. Let me unpack that a little. Goals are the concrete expression of our ambition. An ambition is a wish to be different from how we are now, whereas an aspiration is the wish to be the fullest expression of who we really are. For example, one of my aspirations is to connect deeply with everyone I meet. It's an impossible aspiration, impossible to fulfill. That's the nature of aspirations. We can never reach them. They are the stars by which we navigate through life. Once you find that one thing, your central aspiration, there's a further important question. What does the one thing demand of your life? The one thing is like a yardstick. We can hold it up to any area in our life and see whether our life measures up. Because if our life is to be in harmony, we need to be in line with the one thing. When I held up intimacy against my activities in life, I got some unexpected results. For example, I enjoy working in tandem with others. I enjoy creating joint projects. However, to be in line with my central aspiration, intimacy, I need to focus on the relationship with my partners and not on the outcome of a particular joint venture. Quite simply, if I try to make my luck on the backs of others, I would be unhappy. My aspiration of intimacy demands that I focus on the well-being of others just as much as on my own. Maybe your one thing also demands something of your life. What is that demand? Once you have found what your one thing is, you can use it to look for direction. For example, if you have a new opportunity in life, you can hold it up against your one thing and ask, is this in line with the one thing in my life or not? Straight away, you can get a sense whether the new venture will bring you joy or distress. Well then, what is your one thing? You just listened to the post titled, What is the One Thing in Your Life? by Mary Yuksh of goodlifezen.com. I love that exercise of looking back at what brought you the most joy and learning from there. With my spreadsheet, I track everything I do every day and next to it is a column of my mood. So I can put in a mood of one to 10 where 10 being the greatest day ever and one being a terrible, terrible day. And I can sort it. So I can sort by highest mood days and then look to see what I did that day. And what I found is that all those top days were just like her, intimate moments of some sort with friends, family, just really fun times, but always with other people, which is strange to me because I'm an extreme introvert. So seeing that was really enlightening and I think this exercise is really helpful. I'm definitely one of those people who change their one thing pretty frequently, but this podcast has been different for me. It's something I've done consistently for 211 episodes now and I wanna continue as long as I physically can. It's not easy because the show has never had an official sponsor, but the positive feedback I get has made it all worth it. It's easily been the most fulfilling thing I've done in my entire life, despite the difficulties in keeping it going. 
And if you want to help, you can visit me online at oldpodcast.com and there's a how to help page that I set up there. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a big help if you're a part of the OLD family. You'll get emails once a week from me with updates of what's going on in my life, plus some life hacks that I come across. It's all free. Again, you can simply visit oldpodcast.com and enter your email address there to join. Or you can text the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. Any help goes a long way to keep this going. And tomorrow we'll be hearing from Jay Money of Budgets Are Sexy. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.